0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com
1: match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Hey, all seven rows in heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as part of the Armchair Media Network. This is the final show before the 2020 NFL Draft. That means AJ and I will be doing our final live pod mock. So, let's just get it, baby. But first, Pearl Jam. Just kidding. AJ doesn't get the joke. Uh, Bill Simmons podcast listeners get that. Pretty funny joke, wasn't it, Rob? Yes, I'm 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 flying high off uh, the 2020 NFL Draft. being less than 48 hours away as we record. Um, we are going to do our live pod mock, like I said, final one of the year. Uh, take a little stress off AJ. We aren't going to rotate picks. We're going to work together because honestly, I don't think AJ can handle it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So can you uh, wait? What what pro jam
0: song do they do? It's like not even that creative one. I can't remember. I'm not the biggest Pearl Jam guy in the world. I thought you were. No, I'm the Nirvana guy. Come on. Oh yeah, that's right,
1: right. Uh, and I also
0: rank Soundgarden above Pearl Jam. When we're at, while we're on the topic of grunge.
1: Yeah, I mean after the after the draft, we're really going to get into our grunge rankings.
0: <laughs> I mean, we might have to if there's no football.
1: <laughs> Fuck, you're not you're not rock. <laughs> hey, and grunge is from Seattle, and you're a Seahawks fan, so. It's true. That's why they play it to go to commercial every time. Yeah, and I always get like really excited. And I'm uh, I'm extremely used to it because I've been doing it for 20 years. And almost. doesn't get old. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're gonna do this pod mock. It's
0: gonna get it's gonna get interesting. This draft is set to be probably the most unpredictable in recent memory,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, as well as bizarre because of COVID
1: nineteen. It's gonna be totally different than normal. You know and, what's uh, cool? Cool too is like, it's not just unpredictable because it's a shit class. Like we've seen sometimes, it's a it's a really strong group, and it's unpredictable, so it's double the fun. Rob, that's definitely true. It, this is of the three years, three
0: class draft classes. You and I have been kind of doing this mm-hmm. uh,
1: at the highest of levels.
0: This is by far, I think, the most talented.
1: Uh yeah, agreed.
0: And um. There's, I mean, you you sent me a tweet the other day, and it was asking, uh, how many guys do you think are being considered for the first round? Like, am I wording that correctly?
1: Yeah, like if you had to if you had to pick a number of players to write on a sheet of paper to guarantee these guys are the first thirty-two picks off the board, uh, how many players could you do it in? And what you what'd you say, Rob? I said somewhere in the sixties. I'll say sixty-five. And that's. Which that's is crazy. A, yeah, that's a huge number. Like, I, I couldn't confidently do it in. Uh, yeah, anything less than that number, probably, to be honest. And even then, I probably wouldn't feel great about it. I'll. I feel
0: comfortable saying um, 18 guys. No, 19 guys. I'm comfortable with 19 guys who I think are for sure going in the first round. Mm-hmm. But then after that, because of the depth of this class. yeah. I think it's just it's so all over the place
1: yeah agreed and as we've gone through our position rankings we've uh, we've kind of noted especially on defense uh, after the top couple guys sometimes just the top one guy a lot of these groups are wide open and it feels like every week we hear that like insert player here is getting fresh on buzz and then this guy's dropping out and it's just flip flopping all over the place and that um, certainly
0: that certainly applies to the like you said the 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 groups where there's a big drop off like edge after Chase Young things like that. Yeah. But I think it also applies to the tackle class is so strong at the top that the mm-hmm. top four guys could all go in the top ten, which could push up to three other guys into the first round who maybe shouldn't be.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, I totally agree. I'm so excited for uh, for the listeners tomorrow night, but uh, ah, it's. I honestly don't even know what's crazy about it. I don't know what to expect when I turn my television on, NFL Network, at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, Thursday night. Like, I don't even know what it's going to look like, which is just another, That's
0: That's, yeah, that's the other thing. We have no idea what it's, like, how it's going to be presented to us, which makes it exciting. Absolutely. Like, it's anxiety-inducing,
1: but also very exciting.
0: Yeah, I've been, like, partially trying not to think about it coming up,
1: but at the same time, like... My life revolves around it, so it's pretty hard not to. Yeah, I know. It's like like during the day Thursday, it's going to be so hard to distract myself until live coverage starts at 5 o'clock. I
0: know. And and you just know there's going to be so many like Rap Sheet, Shefty, yeah. Yeah. tweets being like the Dolphins have the move up in their mind, but they're taking Herbert. Like things like that. Just bizarre rumors starting to pop. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's, pre- it's going to be incredible. I'm really excited. I am I mean, I know there's some people out there who, I guess, don't like the unpredictability of this year, but I think that's the best part about it. I mean, I guess if you're a team picking in, like, the top five and you just have no idea, like, that would probably give me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> As a Steelers fan, it's nice this year to not have any first-round picks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're already winning the draft with think Fitzpatrick. It's true. Good pick there, uh, and you, as a Seahawks fan, you're so used to the unpredictability of what John Schneider's <laughs> going to do that, like, honestly, like, you're expecting them to take
1: someone, like, like, you know, Benjamin in the first round? <laughs> okay, you shouldn't have said a name because now it's out there in the universe and you never know what's going to happen. But, yeah, exactly. And Pete Carroll's a listener, so. Yeah, I was born in the chaos, Rob. I'm, I'm ready for this, baby. Yeah, your best case is he trades back. Did you hear the, the thing tonight? They're, they're, they were doing a live... Uh, uh, pre-draft uh, press conference, and apparently John Schneider knocked down walls in his house to get a uh, to get the internet working better. I don't know what's going on. And well, did 20- you did Did you see yeah. the tweet that Ryan
0: Pace has like the Ethernet cable running from his basement <laughs> yeah. up to his dining room, like up the stairs, and his wife uh, unplugged it to vacuum or <laughs> And then then there's Bob Quinn has the IT guy camped out in a Winnebago in his
1: driveway yeah it's it's insane uh <laughs> i hope we get all
0: those like stories throughout the night like rap sheet like they they throw well it won't even be rap sheet it used to be shefty and mort they throw yeah. it to shefty and he's like well you know steve kime he he had to get an airbnb for the draft because <laughs> the grandchildren were over for the weekend or something
1: just ridiculous <laughs> I, I hope they started filming the 30-for-30 30 30 for this draft already. That's my take. They, they, no, they definitely should.
0: Um, they, there should be something like bizarre like that. Well, I mean, not, they probably can't because, you know, the whole COVID, physical yeah. distance and the reason it's going down this way. But, uh, you know. Um,
1: in, in 10 years from now when they do the retrospective.
0: Uh, I can't wait to look back on this draft three years from now Where every GM's like Well we didn't have the proper When they, <laughs> when they drafted bus, We
1: didn't have the proper lead up Like it wasn't fair There's going to be a lot of excuses being made to owners the next couple years
0: Yeah I can't wait I can't wait And uh, I can't wait to get into this draft here AJ 32 uh, picks and then the show's over Let's do it Rob uh, The first two are chalk baby Yep Maybe I don't know. Mike Brown and Dan Snyder are the owners of those teams.
1: (laughs) That's a a good point. That's another part of this story, that we got the two zaniest owners off the top. Uh,
0: If you had to go to dinner with one of them, who are you going with? Uh, Mike Brown.
1: I gotta get inside that head. Well, I think the thing is you could convince Mike Brown to hire you for the scouting department. That's a good... Okay, I'll say this, though. I might choose Dan Snyder because I know he'll foot the bill, and I'm not sure Mike Brown would. I that's to pick what, up that Okay, check. That's, a, that's a really good point because Dan Snyder's like
0: flexing on you that he's paying, or yes. Mike Brown's like worried he's gonna have to pay, and that's uh, so. I guess it's deciding between do you want to try and convince Mike Brown to hire you, or <laughs> do you want to not have to spend money?
1: Yeah, like like Snyder would be ordering the most expensive bottle of wine, even though I'd say I don't even drink wine. It's and, like no, you're, no,
0: you're at Skyline Chili's with Mike Brown.
1: And yeah, we're eating we're chili with old Mike on a Greyhound bus. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Anyway, uh, okay, let's do this thing. Thirty-two picks. We will not be doing trades. That's too complicated. Our little minds can't handle it. Although the NFL still uses the, the uh, draft trade chart, so that Jimmy Johnson uh, created like thirty years ago. So it's I mean, cool. we probably could. We probably could figure this out, but we we won't do trades. Uh, and let's start the bengals on the clock Cincinnati's picking one for the first time since they drafted Carson Palmer and uh I mean everyone knows they're taking joe burrow
1: quarterback l s u do you uh remember when there was doubt a month and a half ago about it? It was weird that yeah that he said he'll
0: play wherever he's drafted, and that was then spun into he he doesn't want to play in Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, that 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 whole thing made no sense. It was just Joe Burrow being like humble and competitive, in my opinion. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and they spun it into does does Joe hate Cincy? Anyways, I'm not gonna,
0: I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Go. I uh, Joe Burrow has the highest quarterback rate I've I've given him in the last three years. And then on yeah. top of that, I just love the personality. I think it's a really great fit for changing your franchise.
1: Yes, for sure. Like,
0: it, it, it's Got a bit of the Baker Mayfield chip on the shoulder, but not to the point where he's like
1: Instagramming every day. <laughs> yeah, he's more like the, that classic old school chip on your shoulder guy. It's because you know? like, his dad was a, a
0: defensive coordinator in the MAC. That's true. my new. That's my new. Uh, my new Parcells rule
1: is dad had <laughs> to be a defensive coordinator in the MAC. Yeah, not not an offensive coach either. Too many ideas get into a quarterback's mind like well, that. Both his brothers played linebacker at
0: Nebraska So like you know they beat him up a lot as a kid And they're like significantly older than him So like they really beat him up
1: <laughs> And that's a part of his uh, his appeal He's tough as hell man He gets up from the biggest hits And it's something that drives him on the field It looks like maybe you found the reason for it Rob
0: yeah, there it is. Uh, but yeah, his—I mean—he's exceptional when the play breaks down. He's pinpoint accurate. He's everything you want in a franchise quarterback from leadership traits to obviously po- college production—the best single season I think we've ever seen from a passer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from Ohio, so he's yep. marketable. Um, Definitely. And he's—he's he's got that that cocky moxie that
1: I think pretty much everyone wants in a quarterback. It's it, like it's the it's something for the Bengals fans to cheer for, like that they've never had. Like Palmer, yeah, but I, I think this is more exciting than Carson Palmer. Right? Well, Car- Carson
0: Carson Palmer, I, I think it's more. I I am a little bit biased because I absolutely love Carson Palmer. I know um, you do, and he he was like the perfect quarterback in terms of height, uh, mechanics, arm talent, all that. But I think it's mm-hmm. just part, part of it with Burrow is just his absolute m- magicalness
1: when the play breaks. Yes. Out. Yeah, for sure. I, I hope this Bengals team is not a dumpster fire. I don't fall. think it will be on paper.
0: It's not as bad as – I mean, the offensive line is. Yeah. Um, But <laughs> you're immediately – as long as A.J. Green's healthy, you're immediately giving him Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green – John Ross with the speed, and, like, we've seen what Burrow can do with the, the downfield uh, throws, even though he, mm-hmm. he doesn't have the greatest arm in the world. Um, he's just instincts when the play breaks down. Uh, I can't get over them. Um, and, the, and then, like, defensively, if the, they obviously have to address the linebacker position, but they really address the secondary. The defensive line has been fine, and, and they added to that. Like, the, I'm not saying they're going to compete, but, like, 6-10 isn't.
1: Like, I agree, unrealistic yeah. whatsoever, and they get Jonah Williams back. That's another good point, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, on paper, uh, there's teams that have gotten worse than they have since uh, February. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, yeah, okay, I, I didn't want to say it, Rob.
0: <laughs> there's though, no, anyway, uh, That's Washington nasty. on the clock, number two, like you said, it's Chalk, Chase Young, best player in the draft. I know there was a little bit of discussion about. Tua, I don't think that ever was totally realistic. Me neither. I think they'd be more likely to bring in Cam Newton uh, if they didn't trust Dwayne Haskins than pass on Chase Young, Yeah. to be completely honest.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, that makes a lot more sense. And again, with Chase Young, when you have an almost generational talent at age, I don't want to use that term generational. He's like
0: slightly, we both said he's, I think, slightly behind Nick Bosa for us.
1: Yeah, exactly, but you know what I mean, that that clear alpha dog, franchise edge, if you want to use that term, which I don't know if that makes sense, you you don't pass on that guy.
0: No, as... he's a cornerstone, he's a cornerstone, and he's the exact uh, kind of culture changer Ron Rivera needs to build around, he's a Julius Peppers-esque type of just yeah. absolute freak, but technically sound and great leadership skills. Um and similar to what the the situation bosa landed in last year he mm-hmm. the the washington's defensive line is set D'ron Payne, john allen that's two other first round picks ryan kerrigan another first round pick montez mm-hmm. sweat another first round pick and then matt Ionitis, one of the most underrated five techs in the league you're throwing him to that like he's either getting other people one-on-ones or he's gonna have one-on-ones early
1: on yeah he's going to be productive his rookie year and that Washington front seven is going to get after the quarterback. The, there's a reason to wash Washington
0: other than Terry McLaurin next year, and it's this defensive line. <laughs> it's going to be the the team itself might not be great, but this defensive line is going to be disruptive.
1: Absolutely. Okay,
0: Detroit Lions are on the clock, third overall. I think this is obviously a prime trade spot mm-hmm. for them and whoever wants to maybe jump Miami
1: or the Chargers for a quarterback. Okay, so. What percentage do you say right now that this is a trade? Well, so <clears throat> my gut says it's, like, low. It's, like,
0: 25% chance. Okay. But my head says every time the, it, there's a trade-up for the quarterback, you tr- you have to trade-up for a quarterback in today's NFL. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, my final mock, I did have the Chargers trade-up to this pick. Um. I don't know if it would for sure be them, but it makes a lot of sense for it to be them.
1: Yeah, no, I, I absolutely. It just again, it's hard to project, but it, we've been we've heard it for so long, and the Lions can slide to five, six, whatever, and still get their guy. That's been another guy that's semi chalk in Jeff Okuda, which I think we're both plugging in here. Yeah, and he's still going to be there. So it just and again, they they need talent. They need more players. Um, acquiring picks would be huge for them. It just, uh, it just all comes together for this pick to be a trade.
0: But either way, like you said, I think we both believe Jeff Oku does the pick. He's that that alpha corner one, top dog, plug in, replace Darius Slay. Um, and I mean corners, they're I think they're probably their biggest need anyway. Uh, and they addressed a lot. They they have some t- talent on the in the front seven that they addressed through previous draft and free agency. Anyway, they got to get that corner one. Um, I mean, he's a day one guy. Uh, Absolutely. They, he he's he's one of the the blue chip. All three guys that I've gone so far, I think, are three of the four blue chip
1: prospects in this class. Yeah, very much so. I think uh, I think he is my third guy on my board? I'm just playing. Yeah,
0: he. I I think I, I would say this: the consensus top two are Joe Burrow and Chase Young. And Joe Burrow on big mm-hmm. boards, and yeah. then a lot of the time you see some combination of Okuda, Isaiah Simmons. Derek Sometimes Brown. you see Derek Brown,
1: yeah. uh, or the offensive tackle that you're in love with. Yep, agreed. I I do think the top four. This is my top four: is Young, Burrow, Okuda, and then Simmons. So I have the same, but Okuda and Simmons. Swapped. Fair enough. And then, yeah, I got my my tackle, Jadrick Wills, and then uh, Derek Brown. Uh,
0: okay, for New York Giants, this is the top tackle, or Isaiah Simmons, I think is what most people are expecting. Yes. Uh, uh, I tend to lean that, first of all, I don't think Dave Gettleman's trading up. The guy's never traded up. I, he's, like, randomly trying to talk about trading up. I, I don't know. It's Dave Gellman. He he probably doesn't know how to trade. Or trade back, I mean. He probably <laughs> doesn't know how to make a trade in on the online anyway.
1: That's a good point. He he's probably just like, fuck it, and just pick whoever. And I think we
0: both think it's going to be the tackle.
1: Yeah, so that's, that's how I wanted to approach this. So it's kind of Simmons or tackle, and we both lean tackle. And now the question is, which tackle?
0: I think the conversation... I mean... Both, uh, you're We both have Jesric Wills as our number one tackle. We do. I think he makes the most sense in terms of he can immediately, because he's they, they obviously have a need at right tackle, he can immediately step in at right tackle. <coughs> um, And impact he, with him, you get a guy who's obviously making it easier on Daniel Jones by giving him a stud right tackle. But he's mm-hmm. also such a mauler in the run game. This bolsters your run game with Saquon Barkley running behind him. And gives him a true guy you can trust. And your offensive line really starts to look like it's coming together if you add a piece like Wills, who's, I think, the most pro-ready of the group. I get, like, Becton might have the highest ceiling because he's such yep. a freak of nature. Worfs is the, the athletic monster. Andrew Thomas is, I think, probably the the most pure pass protector.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and maybe the safest overall. I agree, yeah. I think that's something that's kind of slept on about... Well, we've actually heard that Andrew Thomas is viewed higher than... Uh, in the NFL and a lot of like the media has viewed him. Um, but I think with Wills, he is the the best fit
1: for what the Giants are looking for. I agree with you. I, I, I again. So you if you were to bet, you think this pick is going to be Wills, right? Yes. I if I were to go right now, I I'd, I'd be like 60/40 in favor of Werfs. but let's oh, take really? Wills. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm leaning Werfs right now in in the actual draft. But again, Wills is my uh, top tackle. And we both agree here that he's our both of our top tackles. And I think it's a better pick. So for our mock, let's take Wills. But right now, if I had to guess, I think it's worse.
0: Either way, I think it's tackled because you add Agreed. either one of them who plugs in as the right tackle. Uh, and, and you paid Nate Soldier, so you're kind of fucked on that. But... <laughs> Uh, your guards are obviously set with Will Hernandez and Kevin Zietler, and like
1: that's a pretty solid three, yeah, uh, to build around. Um, and also, like on a conference call this week, Gettleman kind of just said it's it's offensive line in this pick, and I, I don't take him as clever enough to smoke screens so. uh, I'm not surprised.
0: Uh, Okay, five. This is, uh, I mean, the the draft truly gets interesting at three, but if Detroit doesn't trade out of it, it gets interesting at five.
1: Absolutely. Um, Okay, so what are the odds it's not quarterback? Because we've heard heard some rumbling. so let's start there through this discussion, Rob.
0: I still think it's quarterback because... Me too. You don't know when you're going to be back up here.
1: I 100% agree, and... Like, do, well, like uh, with Herbert, like, he'd probably be a top 10 pick in every class, right? Yeah, I, I think
0: so. I mean, I think he's better than Daniel Jones was coming out. I think he's better than Josh Allen when he was coming yeah,
1: in. Yeah, I 100% agree. And uh, I, Tua's unarguably a top 10 guy. Okay. Correct. We've seen the rumors flying all over the place. Um, as of 9.30 Eastern time, on April twenty first, uh, what quarterback do you think this pick is?
0: I think the Dolphins are going to leave with Justin Herbert.
1: I, I, I think it's a coin flip for me, but maybe it's because I want them to end up with Tua, and we have friends of the shows in South Beach, and they want Tua, and. Uh, yeah, but Tua is
0: going to look so nice in those Chargers uniforms.
1: <laughs> first of all, they're terrific. Okay, and the let's, whole say, this, let's say this. Let's say this. Do we
0: think that the the Chargers and Dolphins. Are both coming away with quarterbacks? Yes, I
1: yes. Do.
0: Like, do you think if? Uh, see, I think the Dolphins want Herbert, and I think the Chargers want Tua, mm-hmm. and I think if the Chargers really want Tua, they will trade up to three.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, I, you know what? You know what's interesting? Even though Miami obviously has the ammo to do so, I feel like they're less likely to trade up. Me too. Yeah, I think part
0: part of that is like. The, I also think the Chargers have, like I I know I don't want to overblow to his health and everything, um but it, it is still a big question mark. He's had a significant amount of injuries, insignificant yeah. injuries, and no, no one necess- it's like since the combine, no one's been able to look at him. Yeah, um, I think the Chargers are are going to be more willing to take a huge swing on him because what do they have to lose? The, the Chargers have. I mean, the joke you see on Twitter literally every day is the Chargers have no fans. Uh, <laughs> this is the this is the type of guy who can start to build yeah. you a fan base by getting him. He is beloved. Uh, whereas the Dolphins, I think,
1: are more likely to go the the safer route. I I agree, and you know what the the butts in the seat factor is another reason why we could see the Chargers make that trade to three. Exactly, Just go and secure and, your guy, and uh, it's going to pay off in. This year, at least, because you're going to sell more tickets if the yes. season happens.
0: So, what 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 are we writing in for these quarterbacks? Who's going where here? Let's do Herbert to Miami and Tua to LA. Do you do you think if they stick and pick both of them that it will end up that way, or do you think the Chargers are going to need a trade up to get them? Or, or here, I'll I'll phrase it this way: Do you think anyone else is in the
1: running for a trade up for them? That's an interesting question. Um, I. <sighs> See my my gut says like we can see shockers but because it's just
0: hard of, to it's hard to find the like which of these teams is making that move yeah. up for them.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like the later teams that you could see do it just don't have the ammo and Exactly. And in this year with again going back to Tua's health you just haven't been able to check them and double check them and triple check them. like it's I'm a sure big teams risk. Yeah. Exactly. So leveraging a shit ton of picks from later in the draft or even even when you think you can get like like say a team's whoever like the jags are in on him which i'm not saying they are but theoretically why would they risk and they they have a shit ton of holes why would they risk a uh, a bunch of picks to go up and get to a who we don't is a bit of a question mark when they can stick and get the best defensive player that's there you know what i mean like uh, one of those and,
0: guys and and i think there is something too teams could be looking ahead to like everyone knows trevor lawrence is coming next year Yeah, like, i think that's something worth if you're the Jaguars, for example, when your yes. team is such a mess, like yeah. that's in the back of your mind. Or
1: if you're definitely. Carolina,
0: that's in the back of your mind. If, if you're like, if Teddy doesn't work out, definitely. So why take the huge risk on Tua, even though he's obviously a top 10 guy and potential franchise quarterback. I mean, if he's healthy, we both think he's going to be a franchise quarterback. He's a no doubt top ten player in this class.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: But uh, I think some franchises are going to be more willing to take a swing, like the Chargers, and uh, some won't. I I just I don't know if I see Miami as a team willing to take that swing. When at worst, Justin Herbert's Ryan Tannehill again, but uh, <laughs> he could yeah. be Carson Wentz. So it's true. It's true. Uh,
1: I I think uh, that's this is why we talk this out because when we throw it all like this, it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, because we're so fucking smart. We're so smart. (laughs) Anyways, Uh, Carolina. Seven,
0: Carolina. Uh, Matt Rule's in the building. This team's going to be fun no matter what because Matt Rule. Um, I mean, is there a guy who played – is there a Temple Tough guy worth his pick? Maybe. Uh, Probably not. (laughs) Uh, Although, I mean,
1: trade back three picks, take James Lynch in the first. Yeah, okay. Um, hey Gil, has Gil, got them at like twenty-seven. Trading back up for James Lynch, so that's sick. That's, I respect that so much. Uh,
0: I mean, just like how Pete Carroll took uh, Taylor Mays over Earl Thomas, right? hmm Exactly. Um, that happened. Anyways,
1: <laughs> uh, this this is the Isaiah Simmons landing spot. I think. I I one hundred percent think this is Isaiah Simmons, but we we do see some people throw out the Derek Brown idea. Uh, I don't think it, it is. I, I think Simmons makes so much sense. We've we've matched them up for the last what three months now. Um, Derek
0: Brown does make sense too, if Isaiah Simmons isn't there.
1: Yeah, agreed. If if the Giants take Zim- Simmons, which again we both think they don't, um, I think Brown probably is the pick.
0: And so they they will go ultimately Simmons over Brown. I think because Me too. as I've said for the thousandth time, Phil Snow preaches speed on defense mm-hmm. Isaiah Simmons is the definition of speed he can be their chess piece um, I mean they're they're switching to an odd front a 3-4 base Isaiah Simmons is the type of guy who can play I think every linebacker spot in a 3-4 to yeah. be honest um, yeah. he's like the I forget who's, who tweeted it but it was a really good point he's the old school 3-4 outside linebacker that the Willie McGinnis the, the, the type of um three four outside who wasn't just a an edge rusher in the Terrell Suggs role but a guy a guy who was a defensive weapon who had to do a bunch of things like william mcginnis sack numbers he was blaming was a great pass rusher but mm-hmm. because of the way he was deployed he he did all kinds of other things too and uh, i think isaiah simmons is that like that, like because he can do so many things i think that's the exact cornerstone this defense needs luke keekley yeah. retired Keep Isaiah Simmons in in, in, uh, in the Carolinas. Um, and you stick him next to Shaq Thompson, and it starts coming together for that defense.
1: Agreed. And uh, like you alluded to earlier, they might be one of those teams that are looking uh, towards Trevor Lawrence or uh, just Justin Fields next year. yeah,
0: Or uh, Brock Purdy.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, Arizona Cardinals 8. Um, they obviously traded for DeAndre Hopkins. Which kind of makes you think they're not taking C.E. Lamb, even though it'd be really cool. <laughs> um, this is also a, a potential trade spot for a team, maybe trying to jump Jacksonville, like the yeah. like the Falcons, uh, for CJ Henderson, for example. Mm-hmm. But if they stick and pick, is it is it Derek Brown or is it a tackle? I think it's a tackle. I think it's a tackle too. And I think, uh, I think yeah. it, it's although Derek Brown is the exact player their defense needs. They need to get
1: Kyler Murray protection. Uh, Exactly. And in this class, like, we've seen so many classes where it's like, uh, like, we've seen tackles where, like, get pushed up the board crazy high because the NFL just needs them, and they're not worth the top 15 pick or whatever. Um, But at 8, you're getting a guy who's very much worth a top 10 pick easily. Did you say Um, worth a top 10? Get it? Ooh, a little, uh... Freudian slip there, yeah. Let's let's take Tristan Wirfs here. Um, both of our second tackles, right? Yes. Yeah. Think, I think we agree on our tackle rankings. Um, I think they
0: they could be a team that looks at Andrew Thomas though, just because uh, I agree. overworks yeah. because of how their uh, their offense is built. Um, they signed mm-hmm. D J Humphreys to an extension. I don't know if that was like the greatest move in the world, but they're clearly trying to fix up the offensive line. You get worse, plug them in at right tackle, gives you a freak athlete.
1: Um, who who uh, can be kind of your tone setter up front? Mm-hmm, definitely, you know it's kind of stupid, but I I especially when I have an athletic quarterback, I like having athletic offensive linemen. I mean,
0: opposed to the onathletic me, <laughs> I like the unathletic ones.
1: I know you're an old school football guy. I know you are, Robin. I when I can get
0: when I can match an unathletic quarterback to an unathletic offensive <laughs> line, I'm not not gonna do it.
1: No, I'm just saying. If you had a choice, I I, uh, I lean with the the better athlete. That's fair. I understand what you're saying. I'm just an <laughs> asshole. I I know. I know you. You you're doing a joke. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was doing a joke. You you're just ribbing me there, Robert.
0: Um. Okay. Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock at nine. Um. I think arguably the worst team in football. <laughs> right I, and the most dysfunctional. Are. What's Leonard yeah. Fournette worth in a trade? I have no idea. I. What would you give up? If you needed a running back, what would you give up for Leonard Fournette?
1: Uh, I'm going to be low, but like a fifth, I would give No, up. I think that's correct. Because, okay. first of all, if if I feel the need to
0: get Like, I'll take someone in the third round. I'll take Cam Akers in the third round over mm-hmm. trading a
1: third round pick for Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe it's a fourth, but... um. I don't know. Uh, do you think this deal is going to get done? Um, not on draft night. Like okay. I, I do, I do think he'll get traded. Okay. Yeah, I I, I or, do think we're going to see less player trades during the draft.
0: Yeah, like I I, I mean, Divine Ezekiel is going to be their starting running back.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, we all know wait, that. Wait, you,
1: you mean Raekel Armstead, my guy.
0: <laughs> the the dual, it, it's Fred Taylor and MJD all over again. Yeah, Jacksonville with those two.
1: Amen. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, uh, Who's the conversation here? Derek Brown and C.J. Henderson?
0: I think they're a sneaky wide receiver landing spot as well.
1: Interesting. And I think I to, the next six picks are all kind of sneaky wide receiver. Yeah, uh, I, wide now, I,
0: I'm not going to be the one to bang the table for a receiver right, right here. Mm-hmm. I, I, this is also a good trade back spot if they get jumped for uh, the guy they want.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: But I mean, people are speculating after Marquise Lee got cut that they're gonna potentially go receiver here. I mean, I'm not sitting like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who. I guess people like Marquise Lee. I think DJ Chark and DD Westbrook are both better than him anyway.
1: They they are. I, I think it's because Lee had like numbers what four years ago, three years ago.
0: Yeah, and had a stupid contract. His contract was awful. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm gonna lean defense here. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely would too, and I. Uh... I lean Derek Brown. And I also just think they're gonna get hot for CJ Henderson anyway. Yeah, no, that's true. Cause I mean we've we've seen the Falcons rumors of them trading up, and as we've said, that's probably their guy. So
0: I also like the idea of just like we you've said it on the show before. Two mm. years in a row of them potentially having a, a top six ish defensive stud fall to them. Yeah. Um and and Josh Alm's a great locker room guy to add, Derek Brown is as well. Uh, uh, he he plugs in right away as you're you're starting one tech. Um, gives you gives you cornerstones in both him and Josh Allen. Like Yannick and is clearly going to be traded at some point because this is just <laughs> dysfunction. Oh God, they should probably fire Dave Gettleman. I'm just going to say it, AJ. I'm going to say it. Dave um, Caldwell. What did I say? Oh, Gettleman, Gettleman. that's a bad for Ian slip. They they well they
1: you should be fired too. Um, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> But yeah, so I think Derek, Derek Brown, for the culture of it... I 100% agree. He's that, like, like when your whole franchise is crumbling again. He He's really safe, too. C.J. Henderson's yeah. more of a big swing risk. Yes. Yes, exactly. and And you build through the trenches, and you get guys that are just going to be cornerstones of your franchise, and... Like, like, I don't know. It's like it's like Derek Brown's gonna be the guy that's gonna be around for so long and not drop off that much, and like a guy that wins a Super Bowl in his eighth year, and you're happy. You know what I mean? Like, well, not, like that not kind of guy. yeah.
0: When he gets his second contract with like the Patriots,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm not saying Jacksonville's never gonna win a Super Bowl. So. Come on,
0: Jacksonville peaked their expansion second year as an expansion. Uh, that's true. not. I mean, it's like, it's, it's true. Uh, okay, Cleveland picking ten. Potential trade back spot, uh, so they can draft Ezra Cleveland. Um, okay.
1: Listen, that's That's objectively silly, right? Like, it, it might I, happen. I'm, but in it's my silly. final
0: mock, I made it happen. Because, as like, you do. And mocks do not matter. This
1: is funny. The Eagles are going to move up for C Lamb <laughs> and
0: Ezra Cleveland to
1: Cleveland. I'd be happy. I'd be smiling if that happened. Um, but no, you have a shot at, at uh, One of these top four tackles here. The only way they trade back to take a
0: different tackle is if all four tackles go before them,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like, why would they not? Now, uh, the question is, is it Mekhi Becton or Andrew Thomas?
0: I think it's a good question because, I mean, right tackle, left tackle, that whole conversation... uh, Jack Conklin is locked in as your right tackle. So whoever takes playing left tackle, Andrew Thomas it was a full time left tackle. Well, actually, he he played right tackles as a freshman. I should say that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Backton is, I think, a little more people are. Oh, he's a right tackle like that kind of mindset a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I personally think both are equally as important, and both guys play both. So I they, think you just are. take the guy who fits what you're looking for. Agreed. I think Makai Backton is the better fit.
1: I agree. I I I 100% agree. Um, they they're gonna want to run the football uh, yep. with uh, Stefanski coming
0: over. That's part of why they signed Jack Conklin. You yep. get the other run mauling, massacring left tackle Makai Becton and he has he has Andrew Thomas is definitely the safer pick. But if you're swinging for the fences, Makai becton has got the upside.
1: Agreed. I again, I I like that fit. Um, and yeah, like you said, just they're gonna start pounding the ball. And Becton is just that, that run baller. And suddenly, like, like that's a pretty good tandem act at tackle. you got two bookends now. Um.
0: Okay, Jets are on the clock at 11. Gets interesting. Are they taking... In this scenario, they're looking at Andrew Thomas or CeeDee mm-hmm. Lamb, I would think. Mm-hmm. Bucks are also a team that would probably be in contention for trading up to come away with one of the top four tackles. For sure. Um, if, if the Jets are sticking and picking here with the way the board falls... Do you think they're going O line or receiver?
1: Honestly, I I'm not sure right now, but I I would make the offensive line pick.
0: I think part of the reason you're unsure is because of how they attacked free agency. Like they threw money at subpar players. Yeah. Just to like and that kind of makes you think maybe they're doing that because they don't plan on taking one of the tackles. Mm-hmm. But also, they could be just doing it for an insurance move if they can't land one of the tackles. Yes. Uh,
1: I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna let you have this one. Who, who do you think it is? Okay, I, I think it's Andrew Thomas. And let's do I it. Think, let's do it. I think that's a perfect fit. I think he plugs in a left tackle. You're smiling. You're um, protecting Sam. Darn- either way,
0: I, I I know Jets fans might be upset because he Lamb will be sitting there, and he's so exciting. But either
1: way, it's making it better for Sam Darnold. Absolutely, I. You know what? I know what else plays into it is that you can get a really good receiver later. That's also true. Um, not not saying that you can't get a good tackle later, but this is a top ten player almost.
0: Yes, and uh, Joe Douglas is an offensive line guy, and he, I think mm-hmm. he's been pretty clear since he took over as GM. His number one priority is fixing that offensive line. Absolutely. Okay, so the Raiders are here at twelve. We uh, if C.E. Lamb's on the board, is it him? I think so. I think they run I, and they take him. I think so too. Uh Mike Mayock is a, fr- a dear friend. Um best receiver in the class, the yep. most complete receiver in the class. Yeah. Just a, an absolute alpha. I think Gruden's going to love him. Type yep. of guy who in their short uh, in their quick passing game, you get the ball in his hands, he can he can make so much do so much damage after the catch. Um he can also win downfield with those contested kind of catches. Uh so I think that's the money pick.
1: I one hundred percent agree. Uh San Fran at thirteen, the Colts pick. Is this Henry Ruggs? Yeah, if they can't if they don't trade out, it's Henry Ruggs. Um yeah, I think so too. The, the only other player I think would cross their mind is uh like that's not a receiver, at least, is uh Kinlaw. But it feels a little yeah, redundant to trade Buffalo. I was gonna and, that's what I was gonna say too. Um yeah. I think
0: I think you make that the the like if ruggs is there He's just so dynamic. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have Kinlaw and Ruggs are my 11th and 12th players. So like the talent level is the same. I just think the yep. upside of a Rugs insert um, to that receiver core is, is bigger than the upside of adding Kinlaw to an already densely talented defensive line.
1: Yes, exactly. And um, we saw them uh, many collapse against in the Super Bowl and I think if they had rugs it was just a little more juice to get them back in that game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I I think that low key always plays into uh into a franchise's mind. Like the the way your season ends or the the you know, the the lacking of the last season. I think that's always something that uh like that's obvious to say, but I think it always influences that that draft. And um like you said, they had Buckner last year. That that defensive line was the strength of their team. Um I think they're going to attack somewhere else and i think just th- to get rugs with uh, shanahan is just going to be so much fun he's going to have so much fun with him so okay tampa on the clock at 14 top four tackles are gone sucks for they're, them they uh
0: but they got gronk uh so pretty sick um it is cool yeah they again i think they're a trade up candidate because they need to come away with a tackle 100% it, agree if the board falls this way i think they consider javon kinlaw me too stick them on a D-line with Vito Vea and Ndamukong Su. That's pretty scary. It is. But I think they have more replacement-level defensive linemen than they do uh, tackle. Like, they're, they're... As of now, Donovan Smith, who God knows why they paid him so much, is their starting <laughs> left tackle and Joe Hagg's is their starting right tackle. Their yes. interior offensive line is one of the most underrated in football. It's true, yeah. They just need to shore up the tackles. I think they would be more willing to overdraft a tackle here than... Um, can kind of then take the best player available in Kinlaw.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. I think they probably should get Kinlaw, but I think this uh, in this but Jerry scenario, Judy would be a sick pick here too. Just for the record, <laughs> imagine fuck. <laughs> I mean, fuck. I might as well just quadruple down on, on that and just help Tom. Anyways, no, uh, you gotta help Tom, and you gotta reach for a tackle. Unfortunately, <laughs> who are they reaching for? I don't know. Josh Jones? I think... Austin Jackson? I think Josh Jones is the best of the available. <clears throat> me, me too. I think the
0: NFL is most likely to overdraft Austin Jackson.
1: <laughs> me too.
0: Um, So I, I think it's between those two.
1: I agree. I I don't know why I lean Austin Jackson. Right, in I typed it in.
0: I think you're right that they would uh the NFL would more likely take him this but, early than Josh Jones.
1: Yeah, but it should be Josh Jones and Correct. it should be them trading up for a tackle, and if it's not either of those, it should be Javon Kinlaw. But in <laughs> this situation it's Austin Jackson.
0: And, and the uh, Broncos are pretty happy here, I think, getting to choose between Jerry Judy and Javon Kinlaw.
1: Yeah, that I think those are like their top two guys. Like if it's not Lamb, uh I think sc- Lamb,
0: I, I think they would take rugs over Judy to be totally
1: honest. Rugs over Judy? Yeah, no, that's it's possible. But right. I think
0: th- they get the option of Judy or Kinlaw here. I think they're taking Judy uh um, Agreed. Yep. They they need to build around Drew Locke to make him work. Cortland Sutton's the guy. Judy's a perfect compliment. Jo- Cortland Sutton's the big downfield threat. Judy's that elite route runner who could play a little slot and
1: kick to the outside. Gives you your safety net. Yeah, and uh Drew Locke is smiling from ear to ear that's that's suddenly a really really good group um, and well, I think this is like, I, ideally if they have their pick, like if they can get, come away with one of the top three receivers or, uh, or Kinlaw, they're just, they're pumped and
0: 16 Atlanta's on the clock CJ C. Henderson.
1: C. Henderson's still here plug him in we do not even think twice about this one Ralph.
0: yeah, because we knew that they are going to trade up for him anyway, so
1: it's it's a it's a tip of the hat without trades they need a corner badly he Mm -hmm. is
0: maybe the most physically gifted corner in the class um he can be a marcus peters type playmaker he 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 fits the mold of what they like big athletes so i mean so does so does javon kinlaw and i think
1: that would cross their mind but i think corner is just the need that's exactly the question I was about to ask. Is how how long do they think about Kinlaw if they're both there? But I, I think if they come away with one of these two guys, uh, they're fucking pumped. I, I think those are the two for them. Okay, Dallas on the clock at seventeen. Um,
0: they they they've got an interesting dilemma here. Javon Kinlaw still available.
1: Mm-hmm. For for me, the best players on the board are Javon Kinlaw and uh Jason. Yeah, I, I think those are the definitely the two guys they would look at. Jason has just been like the the chalk pick for because everyone. K- Kinlaw's generally off the board. Exactly. Yeah. Uh
0: they both both need needs get a guy opposite to Marcus Lawrence, get a guy in mm-hmm. Kinlaw to enter the rotation. Um The thing is though, they
1: have I think more trustworthy depth on the interior. That's fair. Yeah, and and there's something to be said that like Chase Son just might fit that uh that new defense very well of Mike Nolan. Um and, and like Gerald McCoy, Don Terry Poe, mm-hmm. Antoine Woods has played a significant
0: amount of snaps. I don't know how they feel about Tristan Hill, but they did spend a second round pick on him just last season. They Whereas did. opposite um opposite to Marcus
1: Lawrence, it's it's more kind of less trustworthy stuff. Yeah, I, I think this would be a huge uh decision. I think this would be a pick that takes the entire clock. But uh we we because leaning Jerry, Chase on here because Jerry doesn't know how to use the internet. That's a part of it. And I don't know if Steven does either. But <laughs> we we leaning Chase on here?
0: Yeah, I typed in Chase on. All right, let's do it. I am fine with that. All right, now Dolphins ju- lo- Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Dolphins are on the clock at 18. Uh they they got their franchise quarterback potentially Justin Jefferson. Did they go in, out of playmaker on offense or defense here? I mean, Javon Kinlaw's falling, but
1: they took Wilkins last year.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: I see. I, now this is gonna be the whole mock is like, do we take Kinlaw here? That's gonna be our whole, our whole thing for the rest of the fucking way. But now we're gonna give him the Jags at twenty, so they can have him and Derek Brown. Oh fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, see, Miami's Miami is so interesting. All Three of their picks. Uh, I again, I think we, we both agree that five is a quarterback, and we both agree that it's Herbert now. Um, at this pick, it's kind of up in the air. Like, I think I lean wide receiver here, yes, correct. I'm I think also, it, I think
0: so. Sorry. Good idea, no, you go.
1: I was just say, I'm super high on Justin Jefferson.
0: Yeah, I, I was gonna say, Justin Jefferson is a slam dunk pick here. I think he's a clear top 20 talent, gives okay. you an immediate, trustworthy slot, big slot, mismatch guy, got the speed to burn downfield and separate. Um, Really impressive red runner for his size. Uh, I think he could, honestly, would I be shocked if Justin
1: Jefferson uh, went earlier than this? No. Me neither. He's he's 15th on my big board.
0: Yeah, they, like, I think the only reason he
1: wouldn't is because of the depth of the position. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, if he's here, I, I think that's the best pick for the Miami Dolphins. Um, 100%. Yeah, especially with getting a young quarterback. Okay, 19, the Las
0: Vegas Raiders are on the clock. Uh, I think Javon Kinlock could go here. I do too. I was going to say it. I, um, I, I mean, they're apparently looking to shop PJ Hall. Yep. Uh, Overdrafted. S- well, of course. Mike, <laughs> Ma- Mike Mayock didn't draft him, though, so... Sure. So, like, that's another reason they could be looking to shop him and might not feel... Like, he didn't draft... Um. Uh, uh, uh what's his name? God damn.
1: What musician is to... oh, yeah. He yeah, he, he
0: didn't none of the interior defensive linemen are his guys like Farrell Max Trosby are his guys. Yeah. Uh they signed Carl Nassib. I I would, I think w- I would rather take Javon Kinlaw than overdraft a corner here.
1: I 100% agree. I've already typed it in. Oh. And so... uh, the Raiders the Raiders uh, fucking nail this track <laughs> yeah I, like I, I know the likelihood
0: that Kinlaw falls might not be great yeah but if he does fall into their lap like I know corner's a big need but I don't think you can pass on a freak like Kinlaw a top 12 player who also great football character guy for your locker room brings it 100% of the time yeah you st- like him and like Colin Farrell might be terrible, but him and Max Crosby,
1: that's a lot of fun. And Hearst, baby. I love Hurst. Um No, yeah, that, that's great. And, again, like you said, it, it'd be overdrafting a corner. And I don't think they love any of these corners. Honestly, I think AJ Terrell would be the pick if they are going corner. Agreed with you. But, again, I, I, I don't think they're in love with him. And I think if someone like this fell in their lap, i uh, they're taking him. Okay, well, speaking of corner, is
0: – is Jacksonville going corner here at twenty? It's probably their biggest need. They again receivers certainly in a conversation. Um, are if, if you're Jacksonville, are you going corner? Are you potentially going safety? Uh, I think. What do you
1: think? I, I, th- I think it's definitely a DB. Um, yeah. Right. Right now, I'm not sure. It's a bit of a toss up. A.G. Terrell could definitely be the pick here, though. Yeah, I think so too. I I, I think. It could
0: be, really, it could be AJ Terrell, it could be Jeff Gladney, uh, it could be Xavier McKinney if you're going safety. Yeah.
1: Um, how confident are you, maybe you're not, maybe the answer is 0%, but that uh, Terrell is the third corner off the board? How confident am I? Because I wouldn't
0: do it, but it just seems more and more likely that that's the direction this is going to go. Exactly, yeah. Um, do you want like a percent? Yeah, sure, why not? 60. Okay. So, I, I, I do think ultimately Kinlaw is in there at 19, and the Raiders do take him probably.
1: Yeah, I, I feel the same way. And uh, 60% is a lot in a group that we've said many, many times that after the top two guys, it's super murky. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um. So yeah, I think the debate here is Xavier McKinney or AJ Terrell? Terrell. What's, what say you? I say AJ Terrell. Terrell. Which is it sure. Terrell
0: or Terrell? I think it's Terrell.
1: <sighs> Terrell. T- Plug it in. I
0: don't know. Wait. No, it's Terrell. AJ Terrell. Terrell. Because it's Terrell Pryor, so it's AJ Terrell.
1: Yeah, okay. Terrell. Plug it in. Uh, I'm
0: glad <laughs> we waited till the final before the draft show to figure that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I'll go Xavier the- McKinney if I were them, but I think this is more likely the direction they go. Yeah. Also, we're got- at Clemson Hatton right now, so rep my That's boys. pretty
1: cool. Draft all the Clemson guys, baby. Okay. Ja- Philly's on the clock at 21. Uh, is it shock that this is a re- receiver? Uh, is it a lock? N- yeah. No. I think Kenneth Murray is very much in play. Uh,
0: I think only if one of those top, like if Justin Jefferson fell to here, yes. I, w- I would lock it in. Yes. Um, or if they trade up for CG Lamb, so Cleveland gets or Cleveland. Um,
1: I I feel the same way. I think if it if it's not uh, Kenneth, sorry, if, it, if Justin is still on, still on the board, it's him. And if it's not, there's a there's a debate to be had. But I think it's Kenneth Murray.
0: Okay, let's do it because I don't want to have the debate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. So I'm.
0: What he's... what receiver do you think it would be if if let's say somehow Kenneth Murray wasn't
1: there? That's a good question. Um, I I kind of feel Mims right now.
0: Okay. I... Th- I think Jalen Rager's the, but I'm biased because I fucking love Jalen Rager.
1: Jalen Rager is easily my uh, my fourth receiver.
0: I mean Brandon Ayuk is the guy the NFL sounds like they're highest on of those three. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, I like again. I think it's one of those three. I'm well. I'm speaking
0: sure. of, we're mm-hmm. on Minnesota. Oh, actually, let's talk a little Kenneth Murray. He's exactly the athletic linebacker Jim Schwartz loves. High intensity yep. guy, considered defense, high IQ. Uh, I mean, it sounds like the NFL loves him even more than we do. So,
1: Yeah, which is shocking because we, we've kind of been the stabilizer when the rest of the seas have been up and down on Kenneth Murray. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's a great fit. I think he instantly, like, that's I, I, a talented defense, but with the injuries and everything the last couple their years, they linebacker been up and down. in their linebacker course, so Terrible. much. Like, the, the receivers aren't good, but the
0: linebacker core there is worse. It's terrible. Exactly. And, and, and coming it, coming back to your point earlier about waiting on a receiver yeah. for the like the Jags, for example, yeah, they can do that potentially.
1: Yeah, and this linebacker group, we've seen it rise a bit in the last I don't know th- two weeks, but even then it it's kind of uh, it's kind of murky after the top couple of guys. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Kethmire is the clear second best linebacker in this class. And I think he's 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 going to be a stabilizing force on that defense and kind of elevate them again or get them back okay. to where they were. Are you yeah. done? Yeah, I'm so, done. You, I love You Kenneth want
0: Mary. five good minutes on Kenneth. Uh, 22, Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. Receiver, receiver. is got to be the pick. Like, corner's a need too, but receiver's their biggest need. They traded Stephon Diggs away. So they they need to go receiver. Uh,
1: who do you think it is? I have no idea. I'm going to be honest. Um... I've got no good feel. Who do you, who do you think it is? I, uh, I'm. I'm
0: gonna be honest. I know who it is. What? Yeah, Chris Spielman uh, is friends with me, and his brother's Rick. They're gonna draft JD Spielman, <laughs> Nebraska <laughs> wide receiver. Now well, um, let's go. Yeah. Uh, I think it's gonna be Brandon Ayuk.
1: I'm fine. Like I honestly, uh, Ayuk is a. Like Rager's my top on the board, and then I go Mims. Actually, sorry, I go Chinoa after, but uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. And then I go Mims, and then Ayuk's not far behind.
0: Uh, I just think it's Ayuk because uh, he can stretch the field. Mm -hmm. He's an explosive playmaker after the catch. Mm -hmm. He's got the most, not or maybe not the most potential, but you could see how the NFL would see that. Uh, he's also got like weirdly long arms and just sound like, I just think he's the one in the NFL covets most of the group. That's basically why.
1: No, that's right. And we, we've seen a lot of talk in the last couple of weeks that Rager's probably like, we've seen a lot of like mid second round talk on him. Uh, the Mims hype is cool. Yeah. I was about to say that. Yeah. And of all of those guys, uh, Rager, Iuke um, is the ascending one. So I, I like that pick. I think that makes sense.
0: Okay. Patriots on the clock at 23. I think they're, are they gonna consider Jordan Love? I, I, Eileen no. Um, I don't think it's happening either. Okay, so let's ignore. Let's take that out of the equation. I think then you're looking at just the two guys who just scream most Patriot like pick here for in my mind are AJ Epinesa and uh, Zach Bond.
1: I uh, I agree. Like Xavier McKinney's in play a bit, but I I, I think it's those two, and I uh, I. I... Right now, I lean Zach Bond, but Epinesa would be a great pick, too.
0: It's weird because I th- I would say we're both higher on Epinesa than Fair we are so. on Bond, yeah. but neither of us would be surprised to see Epinesa fall and Bond go in the first round.
1: Yes, exactly. So you want to plug in old <laughs> Zach Bond here? I also just kind of think
0: they would utilize him the best as the edge linebacker hybrid.
1: It's a great fit,
0: Yeah. But, I mean, Epinesa is, too, because they would utilize his inside-out ability the best. Um, either either way, I think they're they're probably
1: pretty happy. Yeah, maybe they find a way to come away with both of them if Epinesa slips a bit. I'll
0: say this. I, I, the reason I would lean Bond here over Epinesa is because I think his, his motor's intensity, not to say Epinesa lacks it, but, like, Bond's kind of a freaky workout dude, whereas Epine- Epinesa was, is obviously more of a disappointing athlete. Hmm. and um i I don't know i'm not trying to like say laziness or anything but well, well I, f- we should... I wish i didn't
1: say that <laughs> well i'll quit i'll change the topic quick but we're on the same topic uh between bond and epinesa who are you more confident goes in the first round bond
0: but i think? like epinesa better yeah i like no, epinesa I'm... is a top 20 player for me i love him
1: Epineza has a first round grade. I think he. We're, I got twenty one. He's my twenty one player on my big board. So twenty twenty yeah. first. All right. He's got first round grade, So. Um, New Orleans, but. Okay. Good idea. Norland Saints are on the clock. Twenty four. Patrick Queen.
0: Really? I think it's Jordan Love. I don't. Maybe. You
1: it. Well, Jordan Love's not going in the first round if he doesn't go here. That's true. I mean, and we're not. We can't mock uh, trades and. Uh, this gives us someone to draft to Baltimore, so... <laughs> do we just take Jordan Love to, to make this mock look better?
0: I do think that New Orleans is the most likely Jordan Love landing spot. Think about it. Drew Brees is already signed to his NBC deal. Like, yep. you know you need to start preparing. Yep. Jordan Love has that arm talent that you know Sean Payton's going to fall in love with. Sean Payton apparently loved Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I just think, it, not to say Jordan Love's on that level, but like you can see that comparison a little bit.
1: Oh, I just for think sure. if anyone's even gonna, like gonna trade up, maybe it's it's them. I was about to ask, what do you think is more likely that a team? I think I already know the answer, but a team in the twenties or wherever sits and picks love, or a, a team trades up. That I think uh, a team trades
0: up. Okay, my brain says that. My my gut still says um he just slides in the twenties and someone takes him. But mm-hmm. uh, okay, Vikings once again on the clock at twenty five. I think they're looking corner. I think they're looking offensive line potentially as well. Yeah. Uh, which which you say they go?
1: I uh, I lean corner.
0: Okay. Could I uh, think if they go offensive line, they would consider Isaiah Wilson. Um, let's go corner.
1: First, yeah. Uh, which wh- corner? Which corner? <laughs> I I think not Travon Jalen- Diggs. No, it's not don't worry. <laughs> I was going to say Jalen Johnson might be my. Uh...
0: I think he's a really clean, safe fit.
1: Yes, I think he's. Let's go. Like, yeah, you want to just plug he's, it? Let's let's yeah, not think plug it. about this. Plug yeah, because we could debate it, that for it, too long.
0: His ability, uh, uh, he's a little bigger than Jeff Gladney. I, yep. I like Jeff Gladney more. Um, but he's just, I think his physicality at the line of scrimmage is something Mike Zimmer's going to love. 26. Miami Dolphins
1: are on the clock. Josh Jones, and you don't think twice? I think they would consider Xavier McKinney if he's fallen. Oh, that's a good point. I almost forgot about that. Fuck! Now we gotta have a debate. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say Josh Jones, though. I think they know if they're taking Justin Herbert, they have to they have to build the goods around him. Um, yeah, you could pretend, like think about the safety depth. Yeah, they can get a guy at 39 if they're in love with one, or maybe even someone at 56, uh, or running back at other spots too. So I think the smart play is to go offensive tackle. Right? Agreed. I I, I totally agree. Josh Jones is after the four, top four. I think he's the clear fifth best. Um, mm-hmm. Fifth and most per ready. Really clean pass protector. Okay, uh, Seahawks are on the clock. I'm just going
1: to hand you the fucking mic. You take who you see John Steiner taking. No one knows. I have no idea. I, again, 90% they're going to trade out with this pick.
0: Would you want them to take um, AJ
1: Epinesa? I would, yeah. like I, Epinesa would probably be my uh, my favorite pick here. I, I don't. I think they lean Gross Matos over Epineza though. Yeah. Is that who we're going you know? then? Yeah. I, I, I don't love it. Um, he's not a first-round player for me. But, again, they, uh, they've they brought in a shit ton of offensive linemen. I'm not saying they're good. And they haven't brought Clowney back. Even though they've had conversations, they're just... They're, they're planning it to go ahead without him. They can't wait for him. So I think they, they pick a, a Gross motel from Penn State here.
0: And at 28, we're taking Patrick Queen. That's why I made us take Jordan Love earlier. This just made it so much easier on my mind. Yeah. Um, they it's obviously, their, their biggest need is off-ball linebacker. He will run free behind that defense line. He's an athletic freak. The questions are about instincts. And uh, just, for overall football IQ, I guess, but if he if
1: he's just able to run free and be a sideline to sideline enforcer, I think that's perfect. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Tennessee at twenty nine. This is an interesting spot. AJ Panas as a five tack. All right, let's. I like that a lot. So fuck it, let's do it. Seriously. <laughs> no, I, oh. I do like it though. But. I would
0: have liked it. Uh, they they consider what? What are they looking at? The D line tackle, tackle. Corner, receivers—the sneaky one. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think they're going to go receiver. Me neither. Um, I don't. I don't know. I hate this pick. I'm not sure if the Titans. Are it,
0: it's honestly gen, gen, like a hard one to make in general. Like this board yeah. is also fallen not great. Um, would they? Pretend, I, I Fuck. Can we just put AJ Epinesa just because it's sick?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. I like it. It's fun. He, I he, want to go first. He can
0: play five tack he can play edge, just use him. I mean, it's Rabel. Vrabel's a Pats guy. We like Epinesa with the Pats, so let's like him with the Titans now, too. Let's do it, baby. Um, also, Good. if you're in an even front, like, he can play uh, true edge on passing downs or run downs. Mm-hmm. And then if you're in an odd front, he can totally play 5-tech, I think. I do, and, too. And, and you signed Vic Beasley, so if you're in an odd front, you mm-hmm. got Vic Beasley and uh, Harold Landry, obviously, on the edge.
1: I love this pick. I'm totally sold. I like it too. I, I you know what. Fuck it. I don't know what the Tennessees are gonna do. So do this, Tennessee. If yeah. There. Hell yeah. Okay. Packers
0: thirty. Uh, I, I, it's got to be a receiver, right?
1: Yes, for sure.
0: Um, best best one available in their eyes. In our eyes, it's either Rager or
1: Mims. Yes. Who, who I think, think? R- Rager the best available to me. I, I me too. You want? Let's fuck. It. Let's just take Jalen Rager. I
0: I think the although it's been so up and down, I think the closer we get, the more likely is to go in the first round, and Mims is kind of potentially going to fall and be that first receiver in the second round.
1: Okay, let's do it. I, again, right, I, they
0: I, they they would love to have Riggers' deep speed to separate downfield and be that yak mm-hmm. guy opposite to Monte Adams. Exactly. Um, it's a, it's a
1: great fit. Um, you know what? Like like I, I know. I know like they they've drafted some bigger guys too. More in the mold of Dan Mims just not as good. So uh get them rigor. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it. Okay, 49ers are probably trading out of this pick. Yes. Um, cuz they don't uh, have
0: a, they don't have a pick again until
1: the uh, what, the 5th round, I think. Yeah, this that's is a lock. Fucked. This is a lock for a trade. Uh Xavier McKinney fell though. Yeah, that's
0: that's I, I already typed Xavier McKinney in um because we can't trade and their DB is a big need for them. Xavier McKinney perfect safety for
1: for them to add uh I think. I am 95% sure that this pick is a trade. Me too. If it's not, um realistically, like uh, if McKinney's there that's great. I like your fit of uh Ross Blacklock though.
0: If if yeah. McKinney wasn't there?
1: Yeah, if McKinney wasn't there. Agreed. Uh, And then the Chiefs,
0: I think they're looking – I don't think they're really going to take a run. I do think probably a running back goes. We just aren't going to have one. Mm -hmm. It might be Miami. Yeah, we respect ourselves too much. Uh, And I don't think the Chiefs would do it uh, anyway at 32. I think it's got to be a DB. I think it's Mm got to be Jeff Gladney
1: uh yeah i'm cool with that let's i, I like that fit a lot gives and you a guy
0: who can play outside or can play inside uh absolute alpha your your corners are bad uh super physical that. press guy i think him and tyron matthew would jive um yeah i think that's a money pick for them
1: me too and i mean they're they're another team that just can go in so many directions like linebackers a possibility if they want to reach that's also true right back well yeah for sure um Ruiz was in, is probably in play for the Chiefs too Yeah, I think so But again, I think DB is just their their weakest spot of all those so.
0: Alright, that's it We're done, we did it It wasn't too stressful uh, We had some fallers We had some risers uh, We we got an overdraft offensive tackle And <laughs> everything feels right in the world We also found AJ Epinesa the perfect home uh, So thanks for listening uh, we will be back with our immediate first round reaction. AJ will probably be pissed. I'll be feeling good because the Steelers don't pick, uh, and it'll be great. It'll be a whole lot of fun, and this draft's going to be insane. So, drink up and uh, pray for the best.